welcome back to Catching Up David. Tonight is episode 87, Coraline. Hello, Hallie. Hello, David. Hello, Kristen. Howdy. And hello, listeners. Coraline is a 2009 American stop-motion animated dark fantasy horror film. It was written and directed by Harry Selleck. Henry Selleck. Sorry, Henry. Henry Selleck, based on the novella Coraline by Neil Gaiman. Coraline stars the voice talents of Dakota Fanning, Terry Hatcher, Jennifer Saunders, Dawn French, Keith David, John Hodgman, Robert Bailey Jr., and Ian McShane. Have we seen... We've seen something with some of those people, right? Jennifer Saunders. She sounds familiar. The thing is that while I looked up the cast, I was like, oh, that name sounds familiar. And then I never actually looked up who that was. So okay. give me a moment. I had I had that feeling, too, as they were going through the opening credits. And they're like, here's all these people. And I was like, I, know, I know these names, but um, I don't know why. She was in Shrek 2 as a voice, but we didn't watch that. Didn't we watch Shrek 2? We did watch Shrek 2. Yeah. We watched Shrek 2? Yeah. yeah. In my defense, we're like closing in on 100. So, <laughs> but, we, but we watched Shrek 2. Did we watch Shrek? No, <laughs> I've, already, I've already seen okay. Shrek, so we just skipped She ahead. was in Death on the Nile, the 2022 one that wasn't very good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but I'm sure David has definitely seen <laughs> You never know. Let's see. The okay. thing is, though, we have such opposite tastes that it's very possible that I'm like, I've never heard of that before in my life. And you'll be like, I've seen it nine times. That's possible. Okay. To be fair, we watched the Shrek 2 episode went up January 29th, 2021. Okay. That was a long Been time like ago. Two years ago. Two plus. Long time. Long time. Okay. Anyways. Anyway. We've seen her in things. Well, yeah. I have. I don't know about you. Yeah, Jennifer Saunders. Dakota Fanning. I don't know if we've watched anything. I don't Dakota think we have Fanning, watched anything with Dakota Fanning. Yeah, that was a name that I recognized, but I don't know anything well, about. You should watch um, she her was a child town girls. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, unlike most people, like Dakota was once a child. She, she started out as a as a young person. <laughs> as a young person, and then she grew up. You know, yeah. but like. How weird. She's a child star. There's what I'm going for. Okay. I don't know that she's been in anything as an adult. As a teenager. What is she? I, how old is she? How old is she's she? She's not now. Which is weird because I thought she was older. Um, how tall is she's she? She's in that show that you love. See, but the thing is that she With just... With the guy who... I, Zemo. What? She's in that show. What show? The alienist. The one that... Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. That's... 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 That's Dakota Fanning. What were you saying, David? You said something. Oh, I was just making a joke. I just, she's like, a child in my brain is the thing. But what was the joke? You said that she was your age, and I asked how tall she was, because I know that's a thing that you think Yeah, it is fun. Oh my god, how tall is she? I want to guess. I want to say 5'5". Anyone have guesses? 5'3". David? 5'7". 5'4". I'm so mad that she was right between us, but I was very close. See? It's a fun but game. I won. It's a fun game. Love looking up heights. It was fine. Yeah. Heights. It was okay. Heights. Tell me your favorite celebrity height listeners. <laughs> Sometimes you're surprised. Yeah. 
And that surprise brings you great meaning and joy. Yeah, every time I see Chris Evans, I'm like, that's a 6'2", man. No, he's six feet tall. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have guessed 6'2", as well. Yeah. Coraline. Coraline. Was me. not 6'2". <laughs> she is not. Not Spoiler. yet, anyway. Uh, Coraline was made on a $60 million budget and grossed over $124 million worldwide, making it the third highest grossing stop motion film of all time, wow. after Chicken Run and Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. I haven't thought about Chicken Run since I was probably in fourth grade. They're making a sequel. I think I knew this. Yes, on the Netflix. Is chicken, chicken Run's not on our list. Should it be on our list? We could add Chicken, chicken Run. Run. Let's add Chicken Run to our list. That is... That's a classic. That's a classic. I'm excited to see if it holds up. <laughs> Is that true? Sure it will. <laughs> that Robert Pattinson. <laughs> what? That was the question. Favorite chick flick? Yeah. And he said, why is chicken <laughs> the only joke that's great? <laughs> it's not that not funny. That funny. No. <laughs> oh, when you're trying to tell something that's funnier. You just told that. <laughs> the pictures were no. Needed. I had to show you. In fact, when because if I tried to say the words, I couldn't. You couldn't. You could barely show us the picture. <laughs> chicken run. Chicken run. Chicken run is. We should put chicken run on our list. It's Robert Pattinson's favorite, favorite movie. Chick flick. Great. Chick flick. You don't. It could be his favorite movie. Yeah, but we don't know. We don't. I'm not trying to slander his good name. By listing a movie that might not be his favorite. I think it's his favorite. Robert Pattinson, if you're listening, <laughs> is Chicken Run your favorite movie or just your favorite chick flick? Let us know. <laughs> Back to Coraline. In addition... <laughs> come all over <laughs> Listeners, I should note, it's like... It was like 85 today or something. It's so nice outside for the one of the first times in so long. Yep. And we're all crazy. <laughs> we're all just like, oh my god, we have energy from the yeah. sunlight. It's, it's one of those, it's like not the first day of spring, but it's like one of the first days of spring where like, I went outside and I did yard work and I was like sweating and stuff. It's like... Summer's here. <laughs> I went on my third walk in three days. That's three consecutive walks. I'm feeling the endorphins. Yeah. 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 I went on a walk. Yeah. Cool. I drove with the windows down. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Spring has sprung. Anyway. In addition to audiences <laughs> liking it, Coraline received widespread critical acclaim, holding a 90% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It was nominated for Best Animated Feature at the 2009 Academy Awards, losing to Up, which we also mm. watched. And it won several Annie Awards, including Best Character Design, Best Production Design, and Best Music in an Animated Feature Production. Also of note, Coraline is the first stop-motion animated feature to be originally filmed in 3D. The DVD copy that I got from the library was double-sided, and it had a 2D side and a 3D oh. side on the back. Same and the library helpfully included 3D glasses <laughs> with the DVD in case I wanted to watch the 3D version, and which I did not. Maybe you should. I was thinking about it. For your second viewing. My second viewing. Yeah. Being 3D, it does. One of the blurbs on the back was like, "This is the best 3D movie I've ever seen." So, and like, I don't know, 
Like, it was 2009. I don't know that I've ever seen... That's not true. I saw Jurassic World in 3D and... Interesting. Did not love it. <laughs> you do not seem like a Jurassic World in 3D kind of guy. Yeah, what were you yeah. doing there? Well, I wanted to see... No, I didn't. I, I was with people that wanted to see <laughs> Jurassic World and I was like, okay. And they were like, it's only a couple bucks more for 3D. And I was like, okay, well, I haven't actually had this experience before. Okay. So why not? Yeah. Wasn't... Was not the best 3D movie I've ever seen. I suppose they actually it was, it. in fact, because I've only seen one. But that means it's also the worst 3D movie yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. One of the best 3D experiences was, um, God, The Rugrats Go Wild, which was a 4D <laughs> experience because it came with little scratch and sit, scratch and sniff like scent cards. So someone would have like a PB and J, and you would just like scratch it and smell it at the same time. So. You know the way you do. Great. Yeah. Good experience. They don't make them like they used to. It's true though. They don't no they mo- don't do gimmicks. No they should movie do more has gimmicks. ever again done that. <laughs> Which and might like, be a sign that maybe it was bad. But like in twenty <laughs> years, I'm surprised that like, no one else was like, I too want to do like Body like, with a chance of meatballs would have been perfect. They could have cornered the market. Just they really could have. All they this, could have cornered all the market. All the little boxes are meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every single one, yeah. except when it's a cloud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only a chance of meatballs. Mm-hmm. It's not. I guess that's true. There's all like meatballs. a 100% chance of cloud because yeah. it's cloudy already. Yeah. yeah. I sort of hope that there are no actual meatballs in that movie. And it's just, <laughs> just clouds. <laughs> They're just worried the whole time. <laughs> God, to today. Loud. Are the meatballs like coming? Meatball. <laughs> <laughs> That's on our list, right? Yeah, yeah. we do. It probably Good. is. Probably is. I think okay. we talked about it the last time. It right. just keeps coming up. It just up. keeps coming up. Yeah. Back to Coraline. Back to Coraline. It was great waiting for April to watch this movie and then watching it on sunny 75 degrees. I was furious. <laughs> <laughs> this is a cold weather rainy gray day movie it sure is and mother nature was like absolutely not yep i'm gonna give you the best freaking weather you've ever had had in your life and movie was still great but like not the ideal scenario yeah ideal scenario is to have to be a cold gray rainy day and you eat a grilled cheese with pickles while watching that's correct. I really want it. I was like, I want to be in a blanket and I want to have some soup and a cup of tea while I watch this. And I can't because it is too fucking nice out. Yeah. yeah. I, I took the window open. Two breaks to go outside while I was watching this movie. Because <laughs> I watched it this afternoon and I, I got like half an hour in and I was like, I need to go wander around. <laughs> so I just like kept like looking outside. And like Longingly. Yes. So. You interrupted the movie. I did. Yeah, well, no regrets. It was really nice out. <laughs> but how did you feel about the fact that Coraline was not at all like how you predicted last time? Yeah. Not a single one of your synopsis points came true. Yeah. Literally yeah. all wrong. Yep. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that. A total miss. Yeah. Um, I guess I can talk about that now. <laughs> um, I mean, I was a little snarky about Neil Gaiman and how all of his books tend to follow a similar plot. Yep. And... I, I was going to text Hallie that this is the Neil Gaiman-ist <laughs> Neil Gaiman 
thing that is he's ever Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Like, but I, I do want to emphasize the fact that I knew nothing about this movie going into it, other than the fact that Neil Gaiman had written it. <laughs> Which is why the fact that you were wrong was so much funnier. Yeah. <laughs> you knew nothing and we're just like, here's all the plot points. Yeah. That we can expect. I yeah. have never read or watched any other Neil Gaiman thing. So mm-hmm. you were just like, you were reading this and Hallie was laughing. And then at the end you're like, it's Neil Gaiman, so that's how it's going to be. And I just sat here like, is he known for this? <laughs> he is. The he only is. other thing that I have not watched or read, but I did start to listen to the audiobook and did not finish, mm-hmm. was Good Omens. Which is not like Coraline. Not like Coraline. Yeah, I would I would also say that Good Omens is both his and Terry Pratchett's yes. best work. Okay. I, 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 I haven't read it in a very long time, but I loved it very much. I did and also. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a, it's a really good book. Mm-hmm. I would recommend going back to it. I, just, I don't know if it was... I don't know. Maybe, maybe the stars weren't aligned for it. Someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to watch the show. The show was very good. I've heard that it's also really good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got David Tennant. It's going to be great. And Michael Shin. Yeah. I'm less familiar with his work. He's really good, though. So I'm just saying. Okay. He's really good. Yeah. As good as You know what else is good? Coraline? Coraline. Yeah! Let's get back! Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Neil Gaiman... So I used to to have a, a music blog with a friend, and we would... It was just all interviews where we would find like indie artists that we'd like and we'd like send them an email and be like hey will you talk to us for nobody (laughs) and sometimes they would sometimes people would do that but one of the people that we talked to he was in a a punk band called screeching weasel (laughs) and and now is in a theater troupe or was in chicago kind of an indie theater group but anyways their whole shtick was they would write really short plays and do like 20 of them in a night. Okay. And sometimes they'd be a few lines long, sometimes they'd be up to a couple pages. But his, he was talking about his process because I asked him about it and he said that he really likes the idea of like exhausting something on stage. So he would go through phases where he'd write about crates or like a box and it would be like, what's all the things I can do with a box? in this mm-hmm. format on stage. You'd okay. be like, well, I could stand on a box. I could jump out of a box. Mm-hmm. I could have a box delivered to me. The box could be delivered to me and somebody else could jump out of the box. <laughs> it would just be like, the box could be a podium. You'd just like that flea in a box, and I'll put that <laughs> box inside another box, and then I'll mail that box to myself. Did he do that? Uh, probably. Okay. Yeah. He, flea um, and all? Yeah, what? Flea and all? Uh, yeah. Was it Joan? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. That's where she got her start. <laughs> on the stage. On the stage. Invoking <laughs> Anyways, so um, all of that is to say, I think Neil Gaiman also does the exhaustion thing, but because he writes novels, <laughs> it takes him so much longer to exhaust the idea of, there's a parallel universe right beside ours, okay. and you go through a little door. <laughs> And, and you, you find things out about yourself. You find things out about yourself. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. Neil Gaiman. <laughs> he's not my favorite. He's, he's He sort of falls into the same camp for me as like a Joss Whedon. Where like okay. I can appreciate yeah. some of the things that they're doing. Like I don't think Neil Gaiman's a bad writer. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's like... I think he's a good person. Like everything I know about him. He seems yeah. like a good guy. Mm-hmm. 
as opposed to Joss Whedon. (laughs) (laughs) But he's just not really like the the thing that he does is not really a thing that I'm like excited about after the first time. Okay. Like I really liked Neverwhere when I was in high school. And I read a couple other things by him. I was like, this is just never, except we're not in the subway anymore. <laughs> you got a point. Yeah. I liked Neverwhere a lot. And like Ocean at the End of the Lane, which again is the same thing. Yeah, but I like, that's fine. I liked Neverwhere a lot too, but it was like the first Neil Gaiman thing I'd read. Yeah. Well, maybe I read Sandman first. Ocean at the End of the Lane isn't quite Ultra the Universe. Anyway. Okay, whatever. Anyway. Coraline. Coraline. Um, so all that said... I, I I can't say that I didn't enjoy Coraline. Like, it was just another one of those things that it was like, I know everything that's happening in this movie. And I knew everything was happening like two weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> before I had sat down to watch it. Yeah, so I, I don't know. It, it was, I really liked the animation style. Oh, the animation's so good. The animation was really good. Especially for this kind of story. I think it worked yeah. so much better than like a traditional 2D would have. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm always I'm, I like traditional two D animation, but this this stop mo- it's so it's so good. Yeah, very creepy. Mm-hmm. I I think there's something, maybe not inherently creepy because like Wallace and Gromit isn't right. creepy. No, they are. But like, <laughs> yeah, they're so yeah, no. cute and nice. If and... you are any nation, you automatically have the creep factor, even if it's not high. No, you're on the map. They're not creepy. Yeah. It's so round. I don't know about that. I like Wallace and Gromit, Shaun the Sheep, yeah. all of those. Okay, Shaun the Sheep is cute. Yeah. But also... Have you seen Farmageddon? No. Have you seen Farmageddon? No, but people tell me about it all the time. But I feel like... There's there's one scene in Farmageddon towards the end. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Okay. It is like one of the most perfect things I've seen on film. <laughs> people have said okay. that to me before <laughs> as well. i got to watch Farmageddon. All right. I don't... Like their bendy smiles. <laughs> <laughs> it really disturbs me. Okay. okay. So even John the Sheep, who is cute, but like he can get away with that sort of bendy smile because he's um, not a human. Fair. But when Wallace does it, yeah, there's Gromit. Gromit's the dog. Just so you know. Yeah, I know. When Wallace, the human, does it. Very unsettling. I just wanted you to know. Yeah. I'm familiar. <laughs> this was supposed to be a live action movie. And then they were like, mm, no, let's do it. Claymation. Yeah. Which I think was an excellent decision. For sure. Yeah. I think definitely. live action could have been fun, but I just feel like with this, you get so much more. Like the other mother later on. Yeah. Which is like real creepy. Yeah. Harder to do that with an actual mm-hmm. person. You gotta get a little more leaning into like CGI or like, I don't know. To be fair, I think CGI might be easier than stop motion. Oh, animation. yeah, probably. But yeah. this was fantastic. It, it was a good vibe for this Definitely. story. I, like, I liked it a lot. The movie itself, I would give it... Like, I, I would watch it again. I may even watch it again in 3D. <laughs> but it's hard to, it's hard to like, give a number to because, I don't know, it's, it's, Neil, it's Neil Gaiman. And Neil Gaiman's doing the Neil Gaiman thing. Which is always, like, about a six or a seven. <laughs> it's eight. In my book. It's like... Okay. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I'd give Coraline an eight. Okay. I think it's a good film. 
It's a great film. I, I, I enjoyed it more this time than I had the, the whatever time I watched it before this. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, in case it's been a while since you've seen it, because we... We moved, still have not. <laughs> moved right past still that. have not. Uh, Coraline is the story of Coraline Jones, who has recently moved from Michigan to a creepy pink house in Oregon with her drab and boring parents. When YB, the neighbor boy who is stalking her, shows up with a doll he found at his grandma's place that looks just like Coraline, she starts to carry it around with her, eventually leading her to discover a small door in the apartment behind the wallpaper. Though the space behind the door is bricked over during the daytime, during the night she is led downstairs by a small mouse with a large tail. I like the mice a lot. And discovers a tunnel to a parallel dimension behind the door where everything dull and dumb about her life in our world is transformed into something magical and fun. Also, everyone has buttons for eyes. Will Coraline discover the secret of the parallel world before it's too late? Or will she decide she's having too much fun over there and want to stay forever? Some Scottish terrier bats. <laughs> a slimy looking chard and a mysterious well inside a fairy ring. It's Coraline. Do we do the personality quiz? Coraline. Yeah. And then actually talk about the movie? Yeah. 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 Coraline. I want to know which um, magical creature everyone picked. Here we go. Like when it was fairy, vampire, mermaid, ghost. Ghost. I also picked ghost. Mm, interesting. What did you pick? Mermaid. Mm. Is that why you're wearing aerial socks? No. Unrelated. <laughs> okay. Different great. mermaid thing. What did mermaid lead you to? I'm making you go first. Okay, I wanted mermaid to lead me to the cat. <laughs> I wanted to be the cat. Or one of the mice. Yeah. And I Just was not. I was the other mother. <laughs> Which, like, is fun, though. It says, um, so you're a female manipulator, but at least you're hot. You are fake to the people you don't like and plot how to make their life miserable inside your head. You're probably low-key depressed and get really upset or angry over minor inconveniences. Still, you see things as they are and you don't try to sugarcoat things for yourself. You know the world can be harsh, so you protect yourself. And I'm upset that it's not completely wrong. <laughs> Gone are the days when you got Beth. Beth, <laughs> here you are. I could tell <laughs> I am both Beth and the other mother. So, that's fun. Yeah. That's what mermaid leads you to. The mermaid leads you to other mother. Who did you get, Hallie? I got YB. You are probably the sweetest person, but so clumsy. You are a bit naive and you let people take advantage of your kind heart. I'm guessing your love language is acts of service because you enjoy helping others. You care a lot about the ones close to you. You cannot read people for shit and usually bring things up at the wrong time, but everyone loves you for it. Yeah, I had to sew your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> because I kept trying to help the girl. That oh, I just sewed your mouth shut. I just made you not talk and then sewed your mouth and then smile. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm nice and good. And I had plans and you weren't following them. <laughs> I was following the path of virtue. Mm. I like YB. Did I think he's fun, David. I also got YB. Yeah! <laughs> I also had to take your voice and sew your mouth into a <laughs> smile. Yeah. If you had just cooperated. YB is not in the books. No, no fun fact. Not. Yeah. Books in the book? 
There's just the one that I know of. I haven't read it. I just know that he's not in it. But they needed to, because because novels, you can talk to yourself in those and and write down things, but you can't. You can't do that. Yeah. And you can't do that as easily in the movie. So they no. needed someone to talk to Coraline. And, yeah. 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 So I, I like Whitey. I think he was a good addition to the film. He seemed to fit. Yeah. Like, to he the fit, point right? where I was like, oh, yeah. okay. You're, you're not an original yeah, character from the book? Like, surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Good old YB. Yeah, I like YB. Although, like, YB, that doll that just happens to look like this new girl, clearly <laughs> evil. Clearly evil. <laughs> Coraline, why are you carrying that around with you? I, I, I would know just that you're bored, it. but like. But like. He oh, said I'm he gonna like it. kill that nine different ways. Right? <laughs> he, he said he found it in the attic of his grand. Like, no, there's no reason that should look like you. <laughs> no, no. You have to. You have to destroy it nine different ways. Yeah. You, Minimum. It will come back. I have seen the Talking Tina episode of the Twilight Zone. <laughs> it has scarred me permanently. <laughs> I do not trust dolls. Is this why you don't like Muppets as well? Probably. Things that, like, are meant to be human, but they're not. And the Muppets aren't meant to be human, but yeah. they have... They're like frogs and pigs. <laughs> I, don't, I don't dislike the Muppets. Mm. I don't get the hype. Well, that's because you're the other mother. You don't have a soul. You're not wrong. But I have cool bug furniture. <laughs> like I don't like that bug furniture. Oh, it I thought it was so me. fun. I was like... God, what I would give for <laughs> some bug furniture. Yeah. Yeah. Right. David, what are your thoughts on the bug furniture? Mm-hmm. Pro. I was, I was like pretty into it. Yay, nay. Yeah? yeah? Bug furniture. Less, less into like the bug chocolates, but. Um, yeah, those are not my brand. Yeah. Yeah. But. But the bug, yeah, furniture. bug furniture. I thought she was just giving up at that point, though. The other mother was like, I'm not even disguising these bugs as like a good thing. No. You're just, just here. You know what my game is, so. It's funny, though, because, like, you know, she had the rats disguised as, like, cute little mice. But she didn't, like, give up on the rats. And even then, like, the bug furniture is still cool. It wasn't just, like, cockroaches flying. I'm like, she has style. She's given up, but, like... I just... Yeah, like... No, she's got style. But it's not creepy. It's it's cool. Like... Giving up the illusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. That's what I... It's just... It looks cool. I mean, it does. The design is impeccable. Yes. It's very, very good. Yes. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Should we talk about some characters? Let's talk talk about about some characters. Maybe the title one. YB? Coraline? (laughs) Caroline? As someone whose name is mispronounced often, I was happy for Coraline getting called the wrong name all the time. You wish that upon her? No, I was just like, that. (laughs) <laughs> I once was else half price books with my friend and this is the time between when I had first seen Coraline and found it to be very creepy and never wanted to watch it again and when I watched it again and found out that I really liked it um, so between that I was still thinking it was creepy and I was at half price books with my friend and we were looking at the movies and I pointed to Coraline and I said have you seen that and she said no and I said it is like the creepiest movie just deeply unsettling don't like it This man and his small child, like, I don't know, maybe a year old, um, 
year and a half. I don't know children. Uh, we're right there. And the man, like, turned to me. And I was like, hello. And he's like, oh, she just kept, like, turning to look at you. Her name's Coraline. Mom and I love that movie. And I was like, oh. Sorry. Okay. That I said I don't like it. <laughs> Approximately one foot away from yeah. it. <laughs> so, fun times. Yeah. But Coraline, she's a spunky little gal. Got some, got some spunk. I like that her dad was like, count the windows, and she was like, on it. <laughs> He's like, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm bored enough that I will. Yep. Yeah. Just like, I think, marching around. Her, I, I know that her parents had, you know, like an important job. They just needed to like, get their catalog yeah. done or whatever, but they're so mean at the so beginning. Like, I just feel like they're, they go, they go over the core line, please, I need to finish this by tomorrow. To, in order to put food on the table or whatever. Like, they they go a couple steps too far with it's, the yelling. It's not even so much that it's, like, they yell as it is just, like, will you leave me alone? Yeah. And I'm like, like, oh, God, harsh to yeah. your child who's, what, like, 12? 12 or 13? Somewhere around there? Probably. Like, yeah. like Or, or the, when Coraline asks for the door to be open and the mom comes in. I like the way that she uses the key to scrape the wallpaper and you know she's like well you'll leave me alone if i do this it's like harsh a child and she's like we made a deal sometimes yeah yeah Uh, it's just a lot yeah they're and they up and moved her from michigan to like Oregon. oregon so she's away from her friends yeah she lives in this pink palace apartment place with all these old weirdos and I, I yeah it's just gray nothing yeah. to do there I see why she was snippy with her mom later. I also see why she was snippy yeah it just makes sense to me who wouldn't be a little snippy cause like I get that you know we, the, the audience they want the audience to be at Coraline's side and not be like you're being a brat so so they probably needed to ratchet up the parents a little bit more yeah I also feel like I'm still so uncomfortable with them, even after Coraline realizes they're better than other mother, which is not a high bar. Is I, I mean, I don't, like, because the mom gets with the gloves, but that's after the whole climax. I so. think the only, I think it's hard because Coraline's being snippy with her mom, and mm-hmm. her mom tries to be like, oh, well, do you want to come with me? Mm-hmm. And it's not really even like showing an interest in Coraline or her activities it was more like oh since you have to come or since I have to go do you Mm -hmm. want to come like it's it's still not being like friendly with her daughter which is why I think it's weird at the end when they're suddenly so like oh we're a big happy family because we haven't seen that at all just her parents yelling and again if 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 it had been like i know that they had their job to do or whatever but mm-hmm. if it had been honey this needs to be done by next week or like at eight o'clock yeah. i will do this but you have to leave me alone until then because and like I have to get if you done. slip up on eight o'clock i don't know parents are parents and sometimes <laughs> children take the slights too hard yeah mm-hmm. but like I, I don't know something was very unbalanced about it to me and i was just like god you're being so mean to your child and, and even then the eight o'clock was more so mm-hmm. to be like i promise i will spend time with you mm-hmm. and i'm looking forward to it i just have to power through this first yeah. It just seemed like they were tired of her existing. It really did. It did, yeah. Like I don't I don't want extra scenes that are like, 
here's what their life was like before the deadline for the garden catalog or whatever. <laughs> like, are they normally pretty nice but under a lot of stress it's just like no we just get thrown in and it's just like it's just stress from the beginning stressed all the time yeah but i do feel really bad when Coraline accidentally turns off the electricity in the in the water heater room and then everything on the dad's computer goes yeah that's a very upsetting scene yeah i agree (laughs) that's the thing that i live in constant fear of (laughs) it's like Coraline turning off yeah, like, what if my hard drive dies and all my yeah. writing is gone or whatever? Like, I, yeah. Hard copies. Yeah, just print everything out. Yeah. I also think Coraline is, like, the perfect 12 to 13-year-old because her snippiness is justified with uh, her parents. But she's also, like, doesn't she call Mr. Mr. B weird or something? She's she's less polite than I would have been, but I'm also an anxious child who was who was taught to be polite and deferential like all the time so when she goes down to visit the the two old ladies who are definitely dating um and, and oh, they're like icons yeah and they're like oh caroline and she's like still Coraline, and they says whatever i was like i would never take that tone with an adult so she's not she's not like she's 12 13 you forgive it yeah. but like she is the perfect mix of of teenage like polite versus snarky she's just she's just like like an awkward little girl because that's what that age is like it's great i mean i don't know i went by daniel in a writing workshop for like several weeks because the professor called me daniel (laughs) i was just like oh i guess that's my name now yeah i think when i was like younger younger i used to be a lot like still caroline like i was so bratty and i got punished so much for it that then i grew up the opposite end and got so anxious about it they overcorrected with trying to teach me not to be a brat and so anytime so i watch their fault yes <laughs> anytime i watch Coraline, i'm like what would i have been like if i had grown up without being dampened like Coraline? even though her parents are also yelling at her the whole time yeah i mean not yelling just yeah no that being. but i don't know i think Coraline is a good representation of that age yeah i agree though that's also one of the things that like Whenever, whenever it would come up in a writing workshop, I would always like lose my mind because people like if you write about children, somebody yeah. will always be like, you know, it says that she's twelve, but she really feels like she's more of an eleven, and be like, yeah. oh my god, just <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> like children have differences. I know <laughs> some people can be slightly more mature as a 12 year old than they would have been at like just oh my god (laughs) i wrote a story once based on a quote that my then two or three year old nephew had said and one of the comments i got back was like maybe you should start listening to like how children actually speak i was like god (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm having flashbacks now to writing children in fiction and all the ways people will tell you it's wrong just to have something to say in a writing workshop class yeah and then like as soon as somebody says that, everybody wants to chime in and yep. tell you how old they think the child yeah. that you said was 12 actually is. Actually, like, yes. no, it says on the page they're 12. Can we move on, please? No. Some 12-year-olds <laughs> are like that. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's, yeah, I think she's that's great. some trauma from seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Her fatal flaw is just not burning the doll. Yeah, she burns the other dolls. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's. I mean, that's later when she learns. She should have just. Yeah. She should have just done it from the get go, though. Yeah. Dolls are always bad. I mean, usually. <laughs> always. They are. Yeah. You, usually. The one time um, it will be okay is in the upcoming Barbie movie. <laughs> <laughs> then it's fine. But dolls are bad. And I say that as a person who had many a Barbie and American Girl dolls. Like, at some point you can't trust them. And you certainly can't trust trust them when they show up supposedly being like decades old and they look just like you. Yeah. Yeah. But I I think it's also easy to be like, she is so bored. There is nothing to do that she's like, sure, mini me, let's go. Yeah. Have an adventure. Have an adventure. So. Did you works. have? So you said you have you had Barbies and American Girl dolls. Did yeah. you have like a special stuffed animal or something as a child? Not really, because I had stuffed animals that I liked. Like I had a stuffed bear that to me was just like the perfect stuffed bear no other stuffed bear could compare perfect shade of brown incredible and i mean i would go through like phases and be like oh now i like my stuffed simba and my (laughs) stuffed pikachu i had a big pikachu that was fun um but like when people in movies and shows have you know they're like this is lammy they were my favorite from when I was two, and still do this is your thing named Lammy. Sorry. <laughs> I was thinking of Gravity Falls when he's in the lamb costume. That was one of my first Halloween costumes, like that exact lamb costume. Nice. And everyone thought I was a rabbit. So every time, like, I'm a yam. But I couldn't say the L, so it came out yam. Loser. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't have like one of those. I just there were things that I liked when I was younger, and then I would phase out of it. I had my American Girl dolls that I liked. Yeah. Kirsten was my favorite because she was my first one. Her name is similar to mine, and we looked semi similar. Yeah. So that she was, was fun. the blonde one. Mm. Yeah. So that was fun, but like no, the way that I feel like. People say when, like, oh, I had a favorite childhood toy. Nah, depended on the mood. I had some Hot Wheels that were my favorites. Cuddled <laughs> <laughs> those, going to sleep. <laughs> my Lammy is still on my bed. And I still bring her on trips sometimes. My mother doesn't like stuffed animals. Well, so also growing up, cursed. anytime I wanted something, she was like, no, no stuffed animals. I hate that. I so, hate that so much. We had so many. She probably Lammy's the best one. Yeah. Yeah. My the other day, my niece was over for Easter. And I was on my couch, like I was so tired. So my eyes were closed. And she was like, Are you sleeping? I get you something to help you sleep. And and then she tucked me in and she left and went to my room and was like, It's in your womb while she was in there. And then she came back out with Lammy. And I was like, <laughs> Because she also has a lammy. Because I got her the lammy because I have a lammy and I love my lammy. And she still sleeps with her lammy. So anytime she sees my lammy, she's like, lammy! (laughs) I did have a stuffed lemur (laughs) (laughs) that I liked because I used to watch Zabumafu. Zabumafu. And that was a lemur. 
So Great. that was fun. But yeah, no, no, like, I have a few here and there. She helps my anxiety. Did she? Yeah. You still have it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What if she made it worse? What if she's an amplifier? (laughs) Never suggest that again. (laughs) She talks to me. I know. Never suggest that again. (laughs) Stay away from me. David, did you have a stuffed animal? Or a toy? Or anything? I had so many stuffed animals. So many. So many. There there was like one in particular. It's a little, little mountain lion. Cute! Yeah. No one ever has a little mountain lion. That is unique. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was named Ozzy after the the cougar from. Okay. Nice. From 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 from, from yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody listening's gonna be like, what? <laughs> yeah. You know. From, you know, yeah. we just the cougar from the you know the you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, one of the one of the very first things that I bought for myself. Oh. <laughs> when I was in like second grade. That's I, so cute. I got like. A little bit of an ox. It came in a can, too. They, they used to make these stuffed animals yeah. that would come in. They looked like baked bean cans, except it'd be like, you know, it'd have the animal name or whatever on it, and you'd open it up Remember and they'd that? go, pop. <laughs> they pop out. Did and... you ever pop it back in? I still have the can, probably, somewhere. It's probably at my mom's but in the not garage. Ozzy? No, I definitely have Ozzy. Put Ozzy in the can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I don't know. Just not. Apparently, I have no allegiance. So that explains so a lot. <laughs> no, I, just, I don't know. Mm. Sometimes you want the Pikachu. Sometimes you want the Simba. Oh, I mean, I definitely rotated like guest stars <laughs> with with me. You know, it was always Lammy. It was like the Lammy show. But then I had others. I had a little colleague named Plufer after our German Shepherd. <laughs> Plufer. Plufer. My uncle made that name up because she was so ploofy. So Plufer. And I had a a little thing that looked like her. Not German Shepherd. I'm thinking of a different... Sheltie. She was a Sheltie. So just barely not a collie. Yeah. Um, So I... So that was... That's Plufer. So she... She was in my bed with me a lot. And I had a Simba and a Nala. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, the whole cast of Winnie the Pooh. I had a lot of Winnie the Pooh dolls. They never slept in the bed with me. Or if they did, it was just like, because I thought it was fun to have them there. Not because I was like, I need this to go to sleep. Oh, they protected me from ghosts. Um, no, mine were just like, I need, I kick a lot when I sleep. <laughs> I, I like, I'm terrible probably because I, just, I hog the covers and I kick a lot. And so like that bed is mine, so I can't have things on it. So like. If they were there, they were off by morning. And I didn't feel bad about it because that's my bed. So I wanted them to know that I loved them. So there was one night that I kept moving more stuffed animals into my bed until there wasn't room for me. So I put down like blankets and a pillow and like my robe on the floor and was going to sleep down there. And then I was like, Hallie, you can make this little bed for your stuffed animals and then you can sleep in the real bed. And I had that moment of logic when I was a child and that is what I consider my first brainstorm. <laughs> I tucked in all my little stuffed animals who were not Lammy and who were not Bluefer and and they slept with me in my bed. There you go. And then everybody else got a nice little bed on the floor. I just had my dozens and dozens of stuffed animals on my bed and then 
they would all, because I'm also a very active sleeper. <laughs> um, yeah. But they would wind up on the floor, and then in the morning I pick them all up, put them all back on the bed. Yeah. Too next, much work. Next morning. No, I mean, I mean, if you really love something. Apparently, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, all right. Am I in the minority here? Yep. Like, I really <laughs> thought that this was just like, oh, that's like in movies and shows. I'm like, that's a thing, like, I don't know, one of the, every like four kids does. But it's a cute kid thing, so we'll put it in, in the in the media. Listeners, tell us your special stuffed animal slash doll. Let's and then tell your... Kristen why she's wrong. <laughs> or if you're like me, let's start a band. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear about your Lammy slash Ploofer. Yeah, slash nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Dolls he rotated on a whim. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that was illuminating. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna think about this for a while. <laughs> I'm gonna start asking people. <laughs> like, is this a team you had? Do another as a poll at work. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no one of the. Respond to those. <laughs> One of the people I went to grad school with, like, adopted a, not quite a puppy, but it was like a wonder. It was like a young dog. Mm -hmm. And uh, the dog found her favorite little, I don't even remember what it was, because it bit its head off. Nice. It, like, ate its face. And she was so devastated. That is upsetting. Very upsetting. My sister's dog did that to my Simba and Nala. She oh, no. ate their eyes. <laughs> so I still have them, but they're both eyeless. Oh. And then, like, during the day when we were gone, we'd come home and find Simba and Nala positioned just so, looking out the back sliding glass door, and the dog would be laying next to them because they were her friends. Because <laughs> I played I played with them with her, like, once, and then and then she just decided they were hers, and she would position them, and it was really cute. I do miss them having eyes, though. Yeah. And the dog was okay. We ch- we took her to the vet to be like, hey, she <laughs> ate these giant knobs of plastic. Is she going to be fine? She was fine. Yeah, dogs can eat all kinds yeah. of things. Um, she My was a dog one for a while. Had a favorite toy. And I'm trying to see if I have a picture. But apparently I don't. Some dog owner you are. Okay, well, I have a million pictures of him, you just not him with his supposedly. Every single toy. <laughs> he had a stuffed dragon, and he's a very um, anxious dog, and so he had he likes pillows a lot. But before we discovered the pillow, um, we had the dragon, and so he would just go and get dragon, and he looked so cute. Now imagine there's a dragon there. <laughs> yeah. Neither one of you were like, wow, cutest dog I've ever seen, which is really upsetting. Hmm. He is very cute. He's a cute dog. So cute. Yeah, that's a good looking dog. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Get a dog. I used to want a Sheldy because of Blue Get a dog. Sometimes I think about it. Don't get a chihuahua. I'm gonna Google how much are shelves. <laughs> continue, continue. <laughs> continue talking about Coraline. Yeah, uh, Coraline. Yeah, the reason that we have gathered this evening. <laughs> <laughs> God, um, I love shelves. They're so. Show me a picture. Oh, 
Like a mini lassie. Just a mini lassie. Mm-hmm. A wee lassie. A wee lassie. Yeah. Yeah. Just a mini, just a mini lassie. Why is it called a Roth collie? I don't know. Looks so like this big? Yeah, like they're tiny. I don't know if that, maybe I've seen a dog like that. Yeah, just like that. Then she yeah, performed they, her collie duties on all of us. Just herding. Yeah. yeah. We couldn't play in the backyard. A Sheltie next to a banana for scale. <laughs> like, specifically a banana. They keep putting it next to other dogs, but I need it to be a dog that... I need it to be my dog. <laughs> so that I know. That's as big as they get. It just looks so tiny. Yeah. It looks like someone put them in the little shrink machine. Yeah, I know. That's why they're so cute. I, when I was younger, wanted a Collie so badly. Collies are beautiful And my dogs. parents were always like, No! It's so much fur. It is a lot of fur, <laughs> it's but a they're fur. so beautiful. How do you feel about Scottish Terriers? Adorable! <laughs> Truly one of my favorite dogs because I love their little eyebrows and their little facial way. hair. Scottish Terriers are great. I also love Terriers. But do you love Scottish Terriers? Yeah, very much. Scale of 1 to 10. Like, like an 8. Okay. Yeah, they're great. Like, that's so cute. It's so cute. It's so cute. David, I apparently wish... you hate Scottish Terriers. I, I that hate them, but What's they're not name? my favorite. What's the Terrier I'm thinking of? Are you thinking of Jacques from Lady and the Tramp? No. My no. mom has a Silky Terrier, but not a... Like the pictures I'm seeing are silky terriers. A lot of them mm. are like these long, long-haired. Yeah. Hers is like kind oh, of like, like this, like that, like that guy. That okay. looks a little bit like my mom's dog. Okay. Yeah, like, like that. That that looks very much like my mom's dog. Maybe it is your mom's dog. I like I like him. He's a he's a good dog. Is he? Yeah. Maybe he's just. Scottish Terrier. I don't know. Terriers are really cute. We had a Terrier I when I was younger. Uh, my parents said never again, and we never. <laughs> I hear they're demons, but I but like I love them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was. My great aunt had one named Dusty, and I loved him very Dusty. very much. That's Dusty. a good Scotty name. It is a good Scotty name. Yeah. My mom's dog is named Pippin. Pippin. Pip pip doodly doo. That's no one's ever said that. <laughs> it's from Drake and Josh. Is it? Yeah, when they're Amish. And they're like, pip, pip, da doodly do. <laughs> like the Amish do. They don't know they're pretending I don't to be Amish. remember that episode. It so exists. Proof so it exists, I guess. But no, the terriers were very cute. I was very great. disturbed by all the terriers on the wall. On the wall, didn't like that. Didn't like they were measuring the one for wings. Yeah. That That's upset upsetting. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it's also supposed to be kind of a weird, creepy movie. Even though that part was just the real world part and not the creepy part. Right. Did they, it, they like, like, it fit into the personalities of those characters so well that I was mm-hmm. like, this is a writing choice. Yes. It's fine. It's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you feel Whatever. about them when they turned into bats? So cute. They were really cute bats. All bats are really cute. 
Yeah. For starters. Yeah. And, they were still also very cute. They were really cute. Really like, my statement isn't wrong. And they, they were really cute. Little bats. Down. Little dog bats. Little dog bats. Mm. Little bat dogs. Yeah. And they, they should were... exist in the real world. This is like, you know, an avatar when they're mm. like turtle dots. Just terrier bat. Well, write an email to God and see what he says. If there are no bad dogs, I'll write an email to whoever is in charge of <laughs> evolution and be like, hey, can you do me a solid? You'll get an out of office And can email. you, like, <laughs> speed this up so that I see it before I die? Not like 4,000 years from now. When presumably I won't be around, but I guess I don't know. Who knows what the future holds? Yeah. Who knows what 4,000 years from now holds? I mean, I once saw a show where <laughs> you once saw they made a show. it seem like it was still modern day, but okay. it was like at least 2,000 years in the future. And I was like, you think now is maybe 2,000 years in the future? No, I'm saying that like those people, yeah, they thought it was modern times. Like, this is a couple of years ago. So like 2018. Yeah. I'm not saying that I think now is 2,000 years in the future. I'm saying that like those people could not conceive mm-hmm. of it being 2,000 years <laughs> in the future. And then they were told and they were like, what? Because they didn't know what the future held. I don't know what the future holds. I could still be thinking 4,000 years from now. Could all be a simulation. Could be. No. Maybe we already are. Yeah. Maybe. We don't know. Maybe it's just, it's just the Sims. Except not. Our lives. <laughs> I hate that. My sim player needs to. My sim player needs to do something cool. <laughs> something fun. Like watch Coraline. Yeah. And then talk about it. And then talk about it. We were talking about like Coraline the character, but I think everyone she's 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 a twelve year old spunky little girl. So yeah. that's that's Coraline. Mm-hmm. I like her raincoat. I liked. The, um, Mr. B? Yeah. 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 The machine man. Because he's, the jumping he's just like training his little mice. Yeah. He's and a happy, he's I a like happy He's man. like, the mice say, yeah. do not follow the thing. Don't and you can tell that he's like, I don't know, he's talking to the mice. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. But the mice are telling him important information yeah. and he's passing it along to Coraline. He trusts his mice. He trusts his mice. And then he puts on, at least in the other world, a fantastic show. Yep. Really great. Planting beets. Love beets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just happy to be here. He really and is. I, He's just like chilling at the Pink Palace apartment. Yeah. Like, happy for him. Just a strange Russian mouse trainer man. Yeah. Who lifts and does gymnastics all of the time. Never yeah. stops moving. Never. I want to know how big this building is. Because like from the outside it just kind of looked like a large home. But like mm-hmm. Coraline and her family... Have like a have whole a, house. a good amount of yeah. space. And yeah. I'm like, and damn, you also have the old ladies? Why the They have their whole basement and Mr. B? Like, you got a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Mr. B presumably has living quarters. Presumably. Somewhere. We didn't see them. Right. Like, I know he's got the very top where his mice are, but, yeah. but like, presumably. There's some other space Maybe we can't see where he, he just sleeps in the corners. <laughs> and everybody else is for the mice. But he did not did have you? the same thought you had about the <laughs> bed for the mice. <laughs> and 
he was like, this is their home now. His, his epiphany came late. His ability to reason blossomed <laughs> later than mine. Yeah. yeah. It was a dog barking. A dog barking. Yeah. So they're, they're like... They're fun. The, they're fun. The neighbors. They're like fun and wacky. I don't have anything more... I like the idea at the end when you know Coraline's like talking to everyone and she's yeah. bringing them drinks. The garden and party. The garden yeah. party. Yeah. Like, I bet that would be a fun group of people to talk to. I agree. <laughs> Maybe not Coraline's parents, but everyone else. I wouldn't not talk to them. Okay. But they're like, you can have. Plants. You're into plants. But you have like Russian mouse trainer and grown. I mean, beans. you have more interesting people around, yeah. so yes, do that one. Yeah, but it's true. That's yeah. That's true. They got, so, they got all those tulips. I do love tulips. So many tulips. Yeah. I have daffodils. My daffodils have come in, in the backyard. You know, I used to not like daffodils. And then a couple of years ago, I was like, you know what? It's actually very sweet that they are like the first flower of spring. Yeah. And so I really changed my tune on daffodils. There you go. There's okay. your character arc. The whole thing. The whole thing. Like, you're done now. There's, there's nowhere else for My you to Sims go. My Sims player, like, she did the thing. Like, she learned to appreciate daffodils, so. Yeah. 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 Are daffodils your favorite flower, David? That's a good question. I like I like these in particular, because those have been there, like, since I was a child. And they are just they keep popping up. Um, some of them are. Okay. Yeah. There's a there's a small variety in the in the colors of the daffodils. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. So it's always nice right around. It's always right around Easter when they they pop back up. But that's nice. Yeah. What are your daffodil thoughts? I don't have any. Okay, they're a flower. I have <laughs> no. I like them. That's a thought. Not necessarily more than other flowers. No, no. They're no, they're no tulip, but they're no lily. They're no bleeding heart, which were in the movie. Love like, those. I feel like a snapdragon. I don't know. Let me see a snapdragon. Are those the ones that were doing things? Are those the ones that were doing things? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. Oh, no. Are they tickling her, the snapdragons? Yeah. These are so pretty. Yeah. They look like dragons. Do they? Sort of. Mm. I knew somebody who worked at an iris farm. An iris farm? There's a lot of different kinds of irises. And they get like so real, many. real fancy and funky and weird. Mm. Some look like monkeys. Just like all kinds of... Interesting. Um, oh, no, wait. That's a lily. My mom gets that like flower catalog thing that they send in the mail. Yeah. And I'm always like, buy I'm this of, one. I'm thinking of orchids. But no. Oh yeah. Ooh, that doesn't wow, look like that really does. Looks like a monkey. Respect. Yeah. Um, I truly had no idea what you were talking about when you. I also didn't. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, those monkey irises. But like, there are so many fun, weird plants. I had my mom order these apricot fudge lilies because I liked their name, and they're pretty. They are pretty. They don't really look like traditional lilies either. No, so those are special. nice lilies. I apricot like fudge lilies. Apricot. Fuzz lilies? Fudge. Fudge. Brown. Okay. Fudge. But okay. Apricot. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see it coming. <laughs> I've been bamboozled. 
You got gut. <laughs> I got gut. <laughs> That's the other mother pulling one but over on me. <laughs> Which, like, Not listen, again. she's bad, but, like, she's cool. No, she's a cool villain. You need a cool villain. She's cool. Yeah. It's a cool villain. And there is there is something particularly haunting about button eyes. Yes. You know? Like, that's bad. That's that's scary. Seeing a person live and breathe and act with just button eyes is very unsettling. As is someone putting a box in front of you and being like, we're going to replace your eyes with these buttons. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. It's eye stuff and it scares me. Side note, the opening scene of the movie is my favorite with just the hands making the doll. Yeah. Oh, I love that scene. I was like, this is this is the antithesis of the Toy Story 2 scene where we're <laughs> being fixed. This is the opposite end of the spectrum. Right. But it sets the tone for like it a sets creepy the tone. movie. It really disturbed me. Yeah, it disturbs me too. In a good way. Yeah. But like... I just, I like watching it. Then when they were putting it back together, I was like, okay. But like this when it was better, just, better, just like taking Ooh. it apart is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's scary. And I didn't realize until I later watch it. I was like, oh, that's the grandma's sister's doll that yeah. they're taking apart. And replacing it with their Coraline with doll. With Coraline doll. Yeah. 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 Flying it out of the light. Yeah. Good stuff. Button eyes. Terrifying bad. Are their mother good villain likes games? Good villains have a weakness where they're just like, yeah. I'll do this I, I love, I love a game. Play, I love a game. Play a game. Game, game, game. All right. Yeah. The Beldum. Yes, what? the Beldum, the thing they call her. Once. <laughs> <laughs> maybe twice, maybe three times. But I was also like, the, the? Oh, they said words, and I just, my brain was like, I yeah. don't know what that is. <laughs> I do like that, like, this movie, because Neil Gaiman is British, so it was set in, like, a British town, and they were like, just kidding, it's Oregon now. Oregon. So they had to change some of the a language. A Beldam is, is a malicious and ugly woman, especially an old one, a witch. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, no, she's cool. Evil. But cool. And I like that she gets scarier each time Coraline sees her. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I thought of it while I was watching the movie because I'd seen it. You've probably seen it, but you're not on the internet as much. You know when she makes Coraline the cake and she sits down and says, welcome home. Have you seen the thing where it says, uh, this is a picture of it. It says, in Coraline, the welcome home cake features a double loop on the O. According to graphology, a double loop on a lowercase o means that the person who wrote it is lying. There is only one double loop, meaning that she is welcome, but she is not home. So like how the o in welcome has the little loop going, yeah. but there it has the two loops. <laughs> That's cool. So she's welcome, but she's oh not God. home. Very fun. What a fun detail that yeah. they thought about putting in there. Yeah. Big fan. Yeah, good for you, Coraline Cake people, if you're <laughs> listening to this. You I did a good job, are. and we appreciate it. Yeah. It's the, it's the tiny little things. It's the tiny little things. And I love things like that where it, it, it seems good, but it is not. Like, I think we talked about this in the Hunger Games episode. Yeah. Um, but I rewatched the first two movies the other day because okay. they're great. And 
I was reminded of how in the books they mentioned that one of the games one year everything was like so lush and blue like blue skies green grass everything and everything there was poisonous uh-huh. this is just like that yeah. like everything's meant to draw you in but it's evil and i don't know i'm really bizarrely charmed by things yeah, like it's that great. and it was a lot of fun because you go to this magical place. But all is not as it seems, which is like the most basic it plot is, twist. But, but like, it is a really classic trope. You know, it's, it's like it's like for a reason. Yeah, exactly. It it strikes at I think a very innate human fear yeah. of like looks safe, but no, but no, and I'm sure like the way that we were like burn the doll, burn the doll. When she starts eating, she is at least hesitant. She seems to be like, I don't, I don't know about this. But every adult is like, I don't eat the things. Don't, don't, don't eat do and drink the things that people give you. Yeah. That strange people with button eyes hand to you. So it did have that whole, like, it it taps into that, what I consider a very primal fear. Yeah. Things that are barely not human. Barely not human. Barely not Uncanny human. Valley. Giving you things, yeah. Uncanny um, Valley. Um, and I really liked the the happy little song that her dad plays. Oh, her the other dad song. plays on yeah. the yeah. piano. Great. Yeah. Would put that on my Apple Music playlist. You Not Spotify. <laughs> Probably um, on Spotify. I don't know. Just a big. I like dichotomies of things. Other father song. Oh wait, that's a cover by They Might Be Giants. Well, they wrote most of the music. Hmm? They wrote most of the music. Did they? They might be giants? Yeah. Although apparently only like two of their songs were I was going to say, in light of creative differences with the producers, they ended up with only one song in the final cut. And what a banger. And what a banger. (laughs) I want to know what the rest of their music was like. Right? for For the movie. I hope it was all... That happy and <laughs> yeah, they were like, I think that you missed the assignment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the the because I was analyzing this because I enjoy creepy things in April rather than October, mm-hmm. and which is why I wanted to watch this in April when it was meant to be rainy and gross, but we had fabulous weather. Um, and I think it's because I like the idea of things coming back to life in the spring, but maybe not everything should come back to life. And things like that, just like, like opposite. So you're, so you're just like, that Jesus, he's a trickster. We gotta beware of that one. Yeah. Yeah, every April. I mean, All right. have you seen the state of this country? That's true. Christian nationalists. Not good. The first zombie. I don't know. I just like it, and it's I, it fun. does. It's good. And it's creepy, and spring is the perfect time for creepy things. Yeah. Perfect as is stretching it, as evidenced. It looks springish where she is, because the flowers are. It's raining a lot, and, and it's raining a lot. Growing. And so it could also just be that I like to watch it in April because it looks like it could be. Because it looks like April. it could be April, yeah. but. I also just I associate things with seasons, so it's possible that when I saw it on TV, it was April, and my brain's like, ah, that's it. The one month of a year where it's best to watch. The only yeah. month. The only month. Which is why I made you guys wait until April, and then Hallie confessed that she was really annoyed with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that'll mess up Coraline. 
I was because I was scheduling like five different things at once. And I was like, maybe we could push it back as David suggested because I am going on a trip. And you were like, no, that's going to ruin April, Coraline. Yeah. And so I was like, fine, we'll do this quickly, even though I have no time for it. And then it was sunny anyway. Yeah. 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 I was mad for like a day. <laughs> Something like that. And then you I said that earlier and did not say a day. <laughs> You're going to tell this story and be like, yeah, so it was like two weeks. <laughs> like, it fun. is what it is. Half a year. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Are there other Coraline things we should talk about? Um, I like YB a lot because we got him in the personality yeah. craze. I think he's a good boy. You know, I, I, I like that his grandma doesn't let him in the Pink Palace apartments. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy that he was like, she doesn't usually let people with kids stay in the house. Grandma knew something was up. Grandma Good for Grandma. She knew. Mm-hmm. I and like I that hope... it... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I just like that the movie ends with her meeting Coraline. Yeah. And Coraline being like, I've got so much to tell That's you. That's what I was going to say. I like yeah. that they imply that Coraline tells her the whole story and is like, yeah. your sister's ghost is at peace. Yeah. I did that. Yeah, and it's great. And then Wybie like saves her at the end, and it's cute. It doesn't feel like Boy Saves Girl. It's just like Wybie, the introduced a character, and we're like, oh, he should probably have something to do with the yeah. final, yeah, with the final thing. Yeah. He's a good, reliable boy, and it helps her solidify her friendship with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a good noodle. He's a good noodle. He was so creepy when he didn't talk. <laughs> so creepy. Deeply unsettling. Deeply unsettling. Stuff of nightmares. And I and I like and just that, the smile. I like that Coraline kind of holds like I think the only reason she doesn't like Whitey right off the bat is because he scared her the very first time on his silly little bike and then pretended to know things about her and she because they're that age was like, God, the stupid boy talking to me like he knows. That's things. how I would probably react like today. But, <laughs> but like not yeah. well. So I like that she kind of holds that against him, and then they become friends throughout, um, throughout the movie. Because yeah. by the end they're genuine friends, and I like that for them. Yeah. And 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 uh, other mother Whitey was a was a bro. He helped yeah. her out. He helped her out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know his little frowning face when Coraline was going back. I mm-hmm. like to think was because he was like. Not sad that their fun was over, but, you know, Coraline was going to go be with the other mother who's evil. And he was like, oh, no. I yeah. do not wish a bad fate to, be- to befall her. Yeah. 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 So. And then he's unstuffed. Then he's unstuffed. Mm-hmm. I did think it was a little... No, never mind. No. No. I lied. Say it. No. <laughs> Say it. No. Does he seem more 11 to you? Yeah. That's it. I want to see the note. <laughs> I want to see it. I do no, not I just, want I was just gonna say that. I was just going to say that I thought as they get like through the end of their arc that I'm glad you decided to stalk me was a weird thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, for sure. <laughs> it was weird. It was weird, but I, she's... I get that they're doing like a 12 year old thing and she's just being like lol you were stalking but like as a grown person I'm (laughs) just like I don't know it does have a different connotation when you're like that age as opposed to like our age yeah yeah 
could have been better, but I'm chalking that one up to them being kids. Yeah, like, whatever. It's fine. Um, you know who else was a real one? The cat. Who I wanted to get We have not talked about with. the cat, who is the real hero of the movie. Yeah. Can yeah. just, like, walk between worlds. Yeah. Hears the mice. Has a cool voice. Great voice. Great voice. Yeah. Love that Coraline just threw the cat. It was a good plan. It was a good plan. Thing. And, you know, the cat also just, like, knows that something's going I like that we don't know the backstory of the cat. No, he like, just is like, it's a game we play. It's a game we play. So, like, how old is this cat? Because he seems oh, to he's know all of the being. other mother's tricks. I like that it ends with him disappearing, but he's he's not a real cat. He's, he's, he's fun. Yeah. Um, but I, like, obviously, I'm immediately tipped off to the doll because all dolls are creepy. But I like that we see the doll, like, slouched over, mm-hmm. looking out the window, and he just kind of looks back at it. Yeah. And, like, he's like, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 Here no, we no. go again. This whole thing. Loved the cat. Yeah. Just yeah. a lot. The, uh, the actor who plays the cat has been in a lot of different things. Keith David. Keith. He starred in such films as The Thing, They Live. Armageddon, there's something about Mary. One of those things is not like the others. <laughs> Requiem for a dream. <laughs> yeah. Cloud Atlas and Nope. He was in Nope, which I, I haven't seen yet. But I have started Nope, but I didn't finish it. Yeah. Um, I've seen Armageddon. He's also Dr. Facilier in The Princess He's and Dr. the Frog. He's Dr. Facilier? Yes, in The Princess and the Frog. I can hear it now. I can hear it. Yeah. That's good. This is this is good news. This is this is great news. I'm so excited. I'm so happy for when Splash Mountain becomes the honest ride because yeah. I want that top level to be like creepy Doctor Facilier chaos. Yeah, and to it's the oh, other side. Yeah, yeah, I just I just want it so much. They're closing Splash Mountain very soon. I got a notification on my Google News. I thought they already closed it. Disneyland, I'm sorry. Yeah, Disney World's already under construction. Disneyland is going to be closed and under construction soon. I'll go back to Disney for that. Yeah. Just the one ride. Be like, all right, okay, cool, done. Did the thing I came to do. There for work, I may, um, I may shell out the money to go to Magic Kingdom for a day because the new Tron coaster just opened up there and it's supposedly amazing. So we just seen go. Tron. I've never seen it either, but people love the ride. I haven't seen Tron either. Oh, we could we should watch Tron. Tron, and then I can go on the ride by myself in Disney World. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do that. That's how it goes. You'll watch the Tron movie. Yeah. This is just like the, the ride. ride. <laughs> you would not believe it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can add that to the list. We got a few things to add to the list after tonight. Yeah. Thanks, Coraline. Thanks, Coraline. <laughs> the movie we did not talk about yeah. as much as we should have. No. Talked about it more than we talked about Coco. That's true. That's true. That's true. I blame it being really nice out today. It's so nice yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I I liked Coraline for what it was. What it was is not my favorite thing. <laughs> okay. I mean, I guess I can see that. Yeah. Because um, I, like I said, have yeah. not read any Neil yeah. Gaiman. I like I like the creepiness. I liked mm-hmm. the the animation. Like I said, I liked um, just the 
the whole the whole vibe very good very good yes. are the other neil gaiman things also creepy more or less i mean they're yeah they're kind of gothic-y a lot mm-hmm. of the time well i mean they're, they're like different flavors like stardust is much more of like a fantasy adventure, fantasy adventure yeah. kind of thing um never wear is kind of like an urban fantasy mm-hmm. okay. kind of thing um but Ocean at the end of the lane is a little bit horror but there's a part where the kid pulls a worm out of his body i like that part a lot it's scary <laughs> No. It's scary. Haven't I, haven't I told you? And then you? the worm is like an eldritch ancient thing. Haven't I told you about how when I saw Men in Black when I was younger, there were like bugs that like cut into their skin and like crawled under it. Like mummy style? Yeah. yeah. And ever since then, no. No. No bugs from bodies. Well, that's Ocean at the End of the Lane. So I would classify that as creepy. Yeah. It's what it, it, he likes to imply ancient scary forms of magic a lot. Like it. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. That's a good comparison. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm good at this. Um, Okay. Maybe I'll check out the dude's work. Yeah. I mean, I think he's a good writer. I quite like a lot of his books, even though they're all the same. It's a trope that I like, though. Yeah. Girl has adventure. There's a whole role-playing system built off of that, and I love it. It's called Girl Underground. So there's a girl, and then you make up companions for her. Josh. And you all play as the <laughs> companion. So there are different playbooks, and I can't remember what they are right now. Um, and then you make up, like, what are the rules that, like, little girls shouldn't do? You know, like, roll in the mud and wear pants and stuff. Yeah. Or whatever you want to be. And then, like, throughout the adventure, you try to have moments where she learns the antithesis of that. In the style of Alice in Wonderland, Spirited Away other movies where a girl does thing girl pan's does labyrinth um so this is like a pan's labyrinth is so good so this is this is not just a neil gaiman trope this like girl goes into magic world yeah it seems like and learns things about herself and then blah 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 but like um it i think all of his books do the trope well he's very he's very good at it you said Neverwhere is the urban fantasy one? Mm-hmm. That sounds up my alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He also wrote um, The Sandman, which recently got a television series. Yes, it's on Netflix. Yeah. So. I have considered watching it. I consider That's my full, my full <laughs> commentary full on my knowledge. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I can see how... It makes you talking about how it's not your thing reminded me of when we watched all those Dracula movies and how after three of them I was so happy that the fourth one was like a different thing (laughs) because it's just the same story over and over. Which if that's your story, great, love it. Consume that media infinitely. But when it's not, you're like, I have heard this story before, and I'm tired of it. Yeah. 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 So, those are my those are my general thoughts on Coraline. Coraline thoughts. That was Look this good. episode. I wish, yeah, I wish there was. I wish there was more stop motion animation films. I agree. Like it's. But they are a really big risk, and I, they're really big. They're expensive. They're a lot. They are take, so hard to make. Yeah. Could a depressed person do this? <laughs> 
fun, creepy time. I'm glad I saw it again after the first time because I did not like it then. And that was another case of like, I went with my sister's and uh, one of my sister's then boyfriends and his daughter. She was younger than me. She really liked it. And the rest of us thought it was very creepy. Mm -hmm. Which seems to be in line with how children feel about it. Where they're like, oh, this was fun. Yeah. And then everyone else is like, this is nightmare inducing. What are you talking about? Like that as you grow up, your threshold for being scared goes down somehow. Right? Yeah. I think we learn the horrors of the world. The horrors of the world. (laughs) But when you're young, you're just like, yeah, they got buttons. It is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) But look at all the cake, mommy. Food looks so good. Yeah. They made the apartment look so like warm and yeah, cozy, and I know that that's their plan. That is part did of the well. part of the plan. Yeah. They did it well. Yeah, the Wikipedia mentioned that they hired a concept artist, a Japanese guy by the name of Tadahiro Uesugi, which is probably not how you say that name, but um, one of his biggest influences was the color palette, which was muted in reality and much more colorful in the mm-hmm. other world, like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. yeah. Good choice. But yeah, I'll leave you with one other fun yes. fact. One crew member, this is also from the Wikipedia, you can just go and read it. <laughs> uh, one crew member, Althea Chrome, was hired specifically to knit miniature sweaters and other clothing for the puppet characters. Oh. Sometimes using knitting needles as thin as human hair. Which I don't... It's a lot of effort. Yeah. The clothes also simulated it's wear really using paint and a file. So, like, because they do look like they Art are... Art is so cool. Yeah. Artistry so is so thin. cool. Yeah, she's very Just good at what she does. Knitting, knitting little. Uh... Yeah. My like dumb thing is whenever people talk about things being very small, I'm always like, but how did they do that? <laughs> like, what you have to use? How do you how do you make something so small? Yeah, little little tiny arts are really fun. Little tiny, tiny arts. arts. There's um there's a guy who paints on magic cards, and his work is. What does he paint on? Ridiculous. Art. 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 Tiny, tiny art. Tiny art. Fund the Fun. arts. Fund the arts. Fund For them. Realsies. Fund them. <sighs> yeah. How much was this? Take the money from the police and put it somewhere else. <laughs> the arts. Yes. 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 yes 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 please anyway so that was Coraline Coraline next time I only I was so tired after David this is like the third time in a row I we know, haven't done it I'm the worst David I'm stab you in the neck just guess now maybe a creepy doll the dark knight <laughs> returns and he's still the worst person you've ever met <laughs> <laughs> is that it it's Lego Batman <laughs> No. Lego Batman! <laughs> Lego Batman! I'm so excited. Um, someone was telling me that they actually really liked Ben Affleck's Batman, which is an incorrect opinion. Okay. And I was like, no, no, no. I watched that, and then I had to watch Lego Batman as a palate cleanser, because you need something good yeah. to wash, wash the bad. And people were genuinely like, this is the best adaptation of Batman. <laughs> so 
that we've ever seen. So good. You'll have fun. We're excited. I think I will. I liked the Lego movie. You did. You did like the Lego movie. That was... We've watched so many movies now, but it still might be top ten. Like, we've watched a lot of movies. We've watched not, yeah. And, like, not including the ones I picked, which I obviously When like we a lot. get to 100, we should rank the movies we've watched. We, we obviously, should. we can't, like, discuss it because that's a lot. That's too much. Thing, but yeah. we, can, we can post our little things. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. We can do that for sure. You know what's going last? Holy Motors? Yeah. <laughs> The room's not on my list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not the room. I had forgotten about that movie successfully for many months, and now you've reminded me of it's it. It's crack. It's crack. Yeah. 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 I mean, the room may be pretty low on my list too, but despite it being one of the four movies you own, <laughs> despite it being. A key piece of my (laughs) DVD collection. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, that'll be fun. I think we should definitely rank the movies that we've seen. It's gonna, like, a hundred's hard. Mm -hmm. That's when you gotta just, like, generally categorize them. Yeah. And then get get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. Yeah. My list will be the best. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. We can have people vote. (laughs) <laughs> they won't care because that requires looking at we all of your lists put 100 options on a Twitter poll <laughs> yeah yeah I'll email Elon which is your favorite movie that we've watched yeah that would be fun people yeah. could comment what episode is this? 87 okay it's still like several months away yeah. it's fine yeah it'll be a long time but this was Coraline. This was Coraline. Was Coraline. Yeah. Glad to have seen it in April. I was happy to have watched it. I was in like, April. I was glad to have yeah. seen it as well. In April. Yeah. I mean, you know, it doesn't always have to, all the spooky stuff doesn't have to get like relegated to October. I mean, Space I agree. Space things out. April's the best. It's like Christmas in July, but for creepy things. Yeah. It's just creepy in April. October and April, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I've thought about this. It tracks. Yeah. Okay. So okay. that's that's Coraline. Next time, Lego Batman. Woo! Last time was Ratatouille. So many animated movies in a row. Yeah. Ooh, we'll do something. Animated if you're not a fan of animation, I promise but you're wrong. 89 not going to be animated. Okay. I don't know what it's going to be. I was going to say, what, what is it? We haven't figured that out yet. But executive decision. We should we should pick something else. We just had a cloudy with a chance of meat to our list, though. <laughs> That's and, true. And chicken chicken run. Run. <laughs> Those will be for later. Yeah. We'll get to those eventually. All right. Well, so long, Kristen. Arrivederci. Bye, Allie. Au revoir. Good night, listeners.